0: Chapter 11 of A Child's Life of Saint Joan of Arc. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Child's Life of Saint Joan of Arc by Mary E. Mannix. Saint Joan's Execution. At dawn on the morning of the thirtieth of May, fourteen thirty one when the guardian of the night went through the streets of Rouen, crying, Awake, all ye who sleep, pray God for sinners. The city was already astir. Men and women came to their windows and gathered upon the doorsteps, looking at one another with this grim salutation. She dies today. Permission had been granted her at the last to receive the sacraments, and the priest, Martin Latvanu, who was to hear her confession, was deputed to call her from her last earthly sleep awake joan he cried awake joan this day you are to be burned at the stake affrighted the poor girl sprang up in her bed alas she said why treat my body so horribly it is pure why consume it and reduce it to ashes ah i would rather be beheaded seven times over than be thus burned although he who heard her last confession was one of those who had condemned her. He said later that in the light which at that solemn moment had penetrated his soul, struck by what passed her pure lips, he believed her to be a saint. Her confession ended. St. Joan, humbly kneeling, received holy communion with such recollection that all who surrounded her were filled with emotion. Many sobbed and cried intermingling their tears with the prayers for the agonizing lord have mercy on her holy mary pray for her saints and angels intercede for her and when a short time later the cart which bore her to the place of execution passed through the streets crowds of people who lined the way fell on their knees and cried aloud o lord have mercy on her all at once a man pierced the throng and threw himself before st joan It was L'Ocelor, a miserable man, who, under the plea of compassion for St. Joan, had played the part of a spy. Full of remorse, he begged her pardon, but even while St. Joan, smiling benignly, sweetly made the sign of forgiveness, the English guards drove him away under threats of instant death. At length the couch of death was reached, a couch composed of immense pieces of wood saturated with oil. When Joan perceived it, she shrank back, crying out, Rouen, Rouen, wilt thou then be my last dwelling place? If her judges had had a spark of mercy, they would speedily have put an end to her misery. But they once more began to utter their long-winded exhortations and oft-repeated accusations against the hopeless victim of bigotry, jealousy, and perfidy and while they thus discoursed poor st joan's courage began to falter human nature could endure no more a self-imposed martyr eager for the sacrifice might no doubt have bravely preserved his fortitude through all the long rehearsal of false charges and preachments but st joan was not such a martyr she did not want to die and almost to the end believed that her judges would yield her to the protection of the church to which she had openly and willingly proclaimed her unfaltering loyalty for a brief space the woman prevailed over the martyr saint joan gave vent to the most heart-rending lamentations declaring her innocence and imploring mercy but as the executioners came forth to lead her to the pile her strength and courage began to return as if in response to her agonized prayers to heaven with head erect her voice grown stronger in the face of the vast multitude she cried aloud it is then ordained that i must die nevertheless i am not a sinner good simple people i am innocent be ye witnesses that i die innocent i beseech you men women little children that you will remember me in your prayers and intercede for my salvation priests i beg that you give me the offering of a mass for the repose of my soul if there be any here whom I have wronged, I ask their pardon. If there be any who have wronged me, I forgive them. She asked for a cross. An English soldier made one from a stick and gave it to her. St. Joan took it, kissed it fervently, and placed it in her bosom. But that was not enough. She wished for the image of her Saviour. Brother Isambard, who had followed her all the way, handed her a crucifix which she pressed long and fervently to her throbbing heart Oh, she cried let me kiss those feet which were so cruelly pierced and this poor body wounded for our sins holy virgin sweet lady of paradise by the memory of the sufferings of thy son have pity on me the executioner applied the torch at the sight of the ascending flame saint joan uttered a loud cry then as brother isambard still continued at her side with that kindness and thoughtfulness for others which had always distinguished her and which she was still to display almost in her very last moment the maid said to him brother depart from me or you will be burned but go beyond there where i can see you and hold up the crucifix before me that i may see it at the moment of my death he obeyed her and Seeking an elevation directly behind the front rows of spectators, he held up the cross to her view in veneration. Almost at the final moment, the irrepressible cauchon approached her, saying, Joan, I come to offer you my final exhortation. But St. Joan interrupted him, as she had already done once before in the prison. Bishop, she said, through you I die. The flames rose higher and higher water holy water she was heard to exclaim and then her voice grew calm as through the rapidly enveloping smoke her form was hardly to be seen amid the seething fires the maid's prayers ascended to the throne of a merciful and pitying saviour the gates of paradise were opening to her was not this the deliverance the great victory her voices had promised her this victory over sin and sorrow injustice persecution and death once more from the very heart of the flames saint joan called out brave undaunted faithful to the end my voices were from god my voices did not deceive me no more doubt no more fear now she knew jesus jesus it was saint joan's last cry in his name she had gone forth from her peasant home to the relief of france in his name she had kept the faith of her soul in his name she had suffered and endured until the end the flames roared more fiercely a sudden outpouring of dense black smoke concealed her entirely from the view of the spectators when it rolled away the form of st joan was no longer to be seen in his name she had rendered up her pure soul to god end of Chapter 11. St John's execution